traveling the world searching for equestrians of all breeds. The journey starts now on the International Equine Network. Good afternoon. Great time of the year. Tomorrow, tomorrow is the best day of the year, the 29th. Starts off Kentucky Derby Week in Louisville, Kentucky. We've weaned them now, down to the 20 horses uh, that are going to be in the Derby. If you join us uh, on IENTV.org on Monday, um, you'll be able to watch uh, the uh, the pull uh, for the post positions of the 2023 Kentucky Derby. Uh, that'll be at 2 o'clock on uh, IENTV.org. And we'll see who's going where, and then we'll hear all the stories about, oh, we got the best post position. Oh, we don't know what we're going to do. It's going to be interesting to see, you know, how that comes out. And for the Kentucky Oaks, a great week next week. Uh, all throughout global in the horse industry, they got uh, opening night is, um, is tomorrow at Churchill Downs. Uh, that's going to be a great card that they have there. Uh, it's a, a nighttime um, uh, racing uh, for the first uh, for the first night opening night, and so it's going to be uh, interesting to see. Uh, the grooms don't like it because the racing starts like at it, six o'clock at night and it doesn't end until ten thirty, and so it makes for a long day, uh, you know, for the for the workers. But it's part of the excitement of the Kentucky Derby and. And we've got a lot of derby news this week. Um, we've had some horses drop out of the derby um, due to injuries. Uh, we've had uh, some people um, decide that they'd rather run in the Preakness and, and, and skip the derby because they didn't feel like their horse was ready yet for the derby. So, you know, it's really good. And, and that's what I like about it. And I really I take my hat off to all these owners uh, and the trainers that have stepped forward, uh, well, like they did last year with Wayne Lucas. Um, Wayne Lucas, uh, he scratched the horse out, and, and uh, Rich Strike got in and won the Derby. Um, you know, and it's really good to uh, see, um, you know, the trainers and, and the owners uh, thinking of their horse and thinking of the sport. Uh, it would be great to run in the Derby, but you know, if they don't really have a shot at winning it, uh, owners, you know, have backed out of it. And so that's what I would I, I like to see. Uh, you know, honesty and, and the thinking of the horse and the racing public. And that makes it, and this makes the sport even better. And, and you know, it started off a, a good week here so far. Everybody's in town. The uh, Japanese horses are in town. I think we got one more coming from out on the West Coast that'll be coming out as, as Skinner is his name. So we'll, we'll see what happens to that. But um, like I said, it's been a good weekend. We got all, all of our derby horses from Palm Beach Town. Um, up to uh, Churchill, they all made it a trip up there. Uh, they're all doing very well. Uh, weather is going to be an interesting situation. Um, you know, like we've talked all, all uh, year long about the things that trainers can and can't control. Um, if you control everything that you can, uh, you know, then you, you got a shot. But the things you can't control, like weather, track conditions, uh, you know, things of that nature. Uh, it, it just nothing you can do about it. And it was odd that, um, they've had cold weather and rainy weather and you had a muddy track, uh, today up at, uh, Kingland in Churchill. 
and it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Now, if you tune in in the morning to IENTV.org, you can watch uh, the horses train from 7 to 8 o'clock, all the Derby and the Kentucky Oaks horses live on our website. Um, it's called The Morning Works uh, at Churchill. And uh, it's an hour-long, good, good uh, information. You get up and close in person with the, uh, the jockeys and the trainers, and, um, you know, you get to see the horses train. And it's from 7 to 8 o'clock in the morning. It's a great program, and it keeps you right up to date. We'll take those uh, uh, morning works uh, show all the way up until the 4th of May is when our last uh, morning work show will be, will be the 4th of May. Yeah, to look at it. So I uh, hope you uh, take a look at it and, and see what all we have. Uh, today on our website, we got uh, live racing um, from across America, and it's called um, called America uh, Racing Across America. Uh, sorry about that. Um, but uh, we got racing from Keeneland, uh, really good show um, on there. Uh, we have... Uh, on our website, we've got the International Equine Report. Uh, it's the live Keeneland feed. Uh, we have uh, the morning uh, uh, rerun of the morning works, the Kentucky Derby uh, and Kentucky Oaks works. Uh, we have the Wood Memorial. You know, what I did on, on uh, the website is I want everybody to get a good look at the horses that are going to be running in the Derby. So what I did is I selected all the uh, important races that they ran in getting into the Derby, what, what they, uh, their signature race that, that said, hey, we're going to the Derby. Um, we have uh, the Wood Memorial uh, Stakes from Aqueduct. Uh, you can see the replay. You can see who won the race. And I'm not going to tell you. I want you to come and look at it. But you can see who won the Wood Memorial and why he's making it to uh, the Kentucky Derby. That race catapulted him to the Kentucky Derby. Uh, then we have the uh, fairgrounds. We have the Louisiana Derby. Uh, you'll see that race. That was a good race, and you'll see why that uh, uh, you know that horse is coming to the Derby. Then we have the Florida Derby. Uh, same again. Uh, you you can understand uh, you know why these horses are going to the Derby because you get a seal, you get a seal run, and that was their last big race before the Derby. We got the Bluegrass Stakes. Um, that you'll see, uh, uh, and you'll see why those horses are coming to the Derby. And then we have the Oakland uh, at Oakland Park. We have the Arkansas Derby, um, which that that horse is really good there. And I'm not going to tell you who. I want you to come and look at it. Then we have um, the Santa Anita Derby. Uh, it, it was a great race. Uh, nice horses coming out from west and are coming out to the east for the Derby. And then we had uh, the Tampa Bay uh, Derby. Uh, from Tampa Bay down, and you'll see why that horse is coming to um, Churchill. And, you know, it, it's really good to, good to see. And then, uh, having said that, if you go to uh, our last call website, you can see live the uh, Ocala Breeder sales, two-year-old training sales. And that, that I tell you what, it, it just blew my mind when I, when I saw the day we had... Um, uh, had a horse that went for 1.2 million uh, today, and uh, and the sale's still going on. And might have another one. Yesterday we had a, a two-year-old that went for 2.2 million, 
So it shows you that the industry is solid. Um, you know, we have a lot of horses selling for a lot of money, and that's a true indication of what, you know, the, the industry is going to be in, in the next year when they're spending that kind of money, you know, to see um, uh, to let us know, said, hey, this is what's going on here, guys. This is what's going on here. And then one other little, little thing I would like to um, tell you about is um, if you go to uh, the website there and you look at Churchill Downs, you see how they make the uh, garland of roses and lilies for the um, uh, for the race on Friday and Saturday coming up. And also, if you come to our website on Friday, and uh, you will see how they make them. Uh, you will see a live uh, video of the people at the Kroger's Company Floral Department um, in Louisville there, how they make the roses, and you'll see that live. And a lot of good interviews that will be coming up on there. And so that, that's our website. Our website is really something that you need to go to and look at. It's good entertainment and good, good to, you know, just look around and, and spend a few minutes and see what the horse business is all about. Now, now that Kentucky Derby Week is starting off tomorrow, there's a lot of things that are going on in Louisville. And, and it's a great time to go. Uh, you don't have to know a lot about horses. Uh, you know, to go to Derby Week, uh, to the Pegasus Festival that they have there. Um, what you need to do is just take a look at, at what we have to offer here and go to the websites that, that they have at uh, Churchill and, and the Derby Week uh, um, specials that they have all throughout the, the, the county and the state and, and the city. And like they have the Bloom Glow, which is a, a, a probably 20 or more hot air balloons that they, they have a, a balloon race with. Um, they have um, uh, the Battle of the Boats. They have um, the Bella Louisville usually races like the uh, Delta Queen or, uh, you know, a nice steamboat race that they have there. The parades are good. Uh, the food is good. Uh, there's always something going on there. But this, this is what you should expect uh, in, in Kentucky Derby Week. Um, the Kentucky Derby is unlike any other sporting event with a crowd of more than 150,000 people, unparalleled history and tradition, and its unique spectacle. The Kentucky Derby has been described by Forbes magazine as one of the greatest bucket list sporting events in America. Every, um, every year, on the first Saturday in May, thousands of guests gather under the Twin Spires at Churchill Downs and create a lifelong memories. Uh, with their uh, friends and family. And I have a niece that's, um, that's coming into town here uh, on Monday, and she's going to spend a couple of days here at the farm, and then she's going on down to Key West, Florida. And the friends that she has that she met up with are friends that they met at the Derby. So they have a Derby tradition that's going on, you know, and that's really a great thing. A lot of people do that. Uh, they go to the Derby and they get that experience uh, at the Derby, in the crowd, see the horses, you know, and go through everything they go through. And then, for one reason or another, uh, geographically, they might not be able to get, uh, you know, to Louisville on the first Saturday in May. Um, it might be an economic thing, because it's quite expensive when you go to spend a vacation somewhere during the, uh, you know, during a sporting event. And so, you know, they stay at home and have a big party. And, and, you know, it, it's just you keep the spirit going. And hopefully you can get to it every year, but if you can't, 
uh, you know, uh, there's other ways that you can celebrate and create memories that last you a life, uh, lifetime in there. Uh, we want to have the best possible experience at our event. So we put together some helpful suggestions for the first trip to Kentucky Derby. Whether you are the first-time guest or a veteran of many derbies, we hope that the brief guide will help you make the most of your visit. Now, this comes from um, KentuckyDerby.com, and you can go to the Internet and watch that. Uh, you know, they, they talk about fashion and comfort. You know, when you go, uh, and they talk about uh, uh, having, a, you know, a derby hat for the women and a derby hat for the guys and, you know, to wear good shoes, uh, you know, flat shoes so that you can walk around and, and still look good. Uh, you know, your feet and your legs uh, will thank you uh, for all the comforting that you can put on your feet uh, at the derby time. And believe me, man, it, it's tough. <laughs> it's tough. But they, they have, uh, you know, a lot of good things there uh, on the site. And that's uh, KentuckyDerby.com. But here's the weather. It's an outdoor event. It's a wild card at the Kentucky Derby for, uh, from sunshine and cloudy skies. And they bring you burnt noses and tan lines, the spring showers that make our world fabulous tulips bloom, and the roses look good. Um, so, you know, that, that's uh, the weather you can't predict. You know, like I said, you just, we've, got what, we've got water and Rain there today, and that doesn't mean it's going to be like that next week. And everything on Oaks Day, which Oaks Day is the week from today. And we have here, and you, you know, you just got to be smart when you go. Uh, comfortable, enjoy the day. There's a lot of things that you can do there. The energy of the crowd is just unbelievable. It's like an NCAA Final Four. Um, you can, you can make it, walk up to the paddock and see the horses come in. And this is the best thing that Churchill's done this year. They got 400 new restroom stalls that they've added in the last two years. It's a good idea to head for the facilities well before it becomes an emergency. And believe me, I've been there and done that. <laughs> and also, but. You know they're they're making it uh, they're making it a lot better. You're you're looking at around 150,000 people are going to be there at Churchill, and you know that's a, that's a lot of people. Um, the, the security and safety there is uh, you just can't compare it to anything else. That's first and foremost. Uh, they want safety and security for um, the patrons that come to Churchill, and they have local, state, and federal enforcement. Uh, to ensure that everything runs smooth and safe. And so that, that's what I like about it, uh, that, you know, that they take care of you. They don't want you to bring a, uh, any large purses, uh, cameras with detachable lenses and camcorders and laptop computers. Uh, you know, they don't want you to bring that w with you. Um, so if you go to the derby.com, um, the KentuckyDerby.com, you can get those rules and regulations. Uh, that they have there. Um, parking and access to the track, uh, the parking maps and shuttle taxi services, ride share uh, location. Uh, please visit KentuckyDerbyParking.com and they'll explain to you where the best place to park is, what time to get there, 
you know, that, that type of thing. And it's really good, considering they got 150,000 people. Um, when when I'm there, I stay over in Indiana at a relative's uh, house, and uh, it's about eight miles from Churchill Downs, and it's taken me sometimes two hours to get that eight miles back across the bridge, the, the bridge there in Kentucky, because, you know, everybody tries to get out at one time, and, you know, you just got to take the time and get out where you're going and make sure... You hit those new restrooms at Churchill before you get in that car to go. And I'm telling you, that that's that's the best advice I can give you. And do that. Um, you know, when you talk about going to the Derby, you got the infield, and which is great. You can go and find your spot along the fence, and, and you almost can see a horse from the infield sometimes. But they got a lot of things going on in the infield, and you make a lot of friends. And you know they've got food, and they got plenty of restrooms and everything in the infield. And they got the big jumbotron uh, that you can uh, see, uh, uh, you know, the horse racing on. So, you know, if you're going to the infield and, and expecting to, you know, see a lot of horses, that's not going to happen. Um, I tell you that for sure. Now, you will see horses. Uh, you'll see them on the jumbotron. You can't see them from certain spots and in the fenced-in area there in the infield, but it's really not a bad deal to go to. It's really well worth an experience, uh, you know, I would think, to go just to um, you know, see what the Derby's like from the inside of the track. You know, it's really nice. Um, the, there's a lot of uh, applications that you can get um, to tell you about, uh, you know, the Derby and, and uh, where, to, where to go. I'm telling you, I'm just thinking about it now, and I'm thinking about all the food, Kentucky burger, uh, the barbecued chicken, the barbecued pork chops, uh, the mint juleps, uh, everything is it, it, really good there. Um, you know, I, I tell you, I'm not a real big betting guy, but let me tell you, they have some of the greatest um, tote people in all of racing there at Churchill. Um, these these uh, ticket takers, if they call them, they come in and, you know, they sit behind a cage and they tell you, uh, you know, ask you what you're going to bet. And what I like about the, the takers that they have at uh, Churchill is that they know their business. They help you along. If you've never bet before, you know, they help you along and move things along with telling you, you know, uh, when places, show bets, trifectas, exactas, uh, superfectas, uh, you know, pick sixes. They tell you all that. And they're really good. And what's interesting about um, the tote people there at Churchill, and they need thousands of them to, you know, get everybody taken care of. What I like about it is the tote people come from different racetracks all over the world. All over the world. And, you know, I got a friend that comes down from New Jersey every year. She goes to, she goes, does the Keelan meet, and she'll do uh, the uh, Kentucky Derby, and then she goes back up north, and then she'll do the Preakness and then the Belmont State. And so she's got her regular people come and visit her there uh, at her tote booth uh, there at Churchill. And, and so it's again, it's like traditions and things that you do, um, you know, uh, 
when you're going to the Derby. And to have all those people come from all over. I mean, all over. Uh, you know, if you speak Spanish, they got people that speak Spanish. If you got people that speak French, they speak French. Uh, and if you got every, you know, people there, which you got a lot to do, speak country, you got people that do that. Uh, so, you know, it's really, it's really a good deal. And they got scanning machines and, um, they got all kinds of things there, you know, that help make it go a lot, a lot better, you know, for them. So, um, you know, don't be afraid. Don't be shy. Just ask them, you know, when you get up there, if you're confused about something, just tell them and they'll help you get through it real quick. Uh, if they have, um, cellular life, Wi-Fi service, um, like any major sporting event, the sheer number of people that you're going to have there at Churchill, uh, make a cellular service unpredictable. And let me tell you, I've been back in the barn, and we could we could not use our phones back in the barn because um, you know it, there was just so many people on on the site, you know, the, itself. You know, they were on on site, and, and it was tough. So you you have to make sure that if you're uh, going to the derby, you, you upgrade your uh, uh, products on your phone. Uh, Especially with uh, Verizon and AT&T, be prepared for possibility of intermittent cell coverage. Uh, there is no public Wi-Fi available on the Oaks and Derby Day, so that makes it really tough there. And, and some of the uh, outlets that they have are, um, you know, they struggle a little bit. But you know, when you're talking about 150,000 plus people, and probably all of them, one has one person has. Uh, cell phone, you know, there. Uh, so that's what that'll be. Um, in case of an emergency, you need to get lost or separated from your party. Uh, you may find yourself in need of assistance. And the staff there will be glad to help you. Uh, they have 14,000 employees throughout the track on Derby Day. 14,000 people of that 150 are going to be people that can help you at the track. Um, They'll be wearing red shirts and, and or a coat. Uh, in addition to uh, that, you will see ushers wearing uh, bright yellow shirts, uh, windbreakers, as well as a variety of uniform security uh, people, uh, personnel, that you can uh, go to and ask um, how to get where and do what you need to do. You know, so that's, uh, uh, you know, that's something to think about. And, you know, like I said, all year long, we've been talking about being prepared for what we do in the horse business, and especially like you know when you're going to an event, uh, you want to know your surroundings, you want to know where you're at, remember where you parked at, uh, you know that type of thing, and, and, and it can be a, a fun time if you take all these things to, into consideration. Um, remember, at the track, cash is king. Well, ATMs will be plentiful throughout the facility. Uh, you, you can bring, uh, uh, make some money wagering and have a lot of money on you, so you got to be careful, you know, when you go there. It's, it's um, on, on the entrance to the track, don't be flashing your money around. You know, uh, if, you know, don't, don't be spending $100 bills, cashing $100 bills, $50 bills. Um, I would suggest having a lot of 20s on you, a lot of 20s and 10s. Um, you know, that makes it a lot easier on, on the vendors, the tote takers, 
and it makes it a lot easier on you. Because if you start flashing around $100 bills and $50 bills, you got a lot of eyes out there that would like to have that and not get it legally. You know, pickpocketing and things of that nature. So that, that's what you need to, you know, think about when you're out there. Um, you know, you can't place bets on your credit cards. So remember that when you go on. Uh, you know, you can't use your credit card or debit card to make bets. It's against the law in Kentucky, so it's got to be cash. Um, there's a lot of ATM machines throughout Churchill Downs. You, you can see uh, where they're at, and usually the lines are long. And, and that's because a lot of people don't think about bringing cash with them when they come in, you know, to, to do what they do. And then especially if you want a lot of cash, you know, they're going to pay you back in 20s and 50s and 100s. You know, so that, that kind of defeats that purpose. You know, but you can also tell them, you know, can you get just 20s back? You know, that type of thing. So those are things that you got to think about on a daily day. Um, you know, I, I just, I, it's hard for me to explain how nice it is at, at Derby Time, how the people are. Uh, the people are really great. Um, they take care of each other. They look out for each other. Uh, you know, they help each other out. And it's really a, a great time to, you know, be there and make friends and, and lifelong friends. You know, and uh, like I said, my niece, uh, she was there one year, and um, there were some people um, watching the derby and partying, and, and, and she was there, you know, next to them. And so they struck up a conversa conversation. And they started uh, talking, and then they emailed each other, and then they, you know, talked to each other several times over the phone, and said, "Hey, you going to the derby this year?" Well, of course, and you know, then I said, "Well, we'll meet at the same spot we met at, you know, at two o'clock on, you know, Derby Day or Oaks Day, you know, and they get together, and that's how all that happens, you know. So that's really good, you know, that you got somebody that you can look forward to meeting and." you know, and discuss the horses and the, and the whole party, um, you know, there. Um, the thing that you got to remember about them when you're there in a paramutual wagering um, windows, um, they, they will be cashing winning mutual tickets out of Derby Week Paddock box, box office located uh, at the White Light, uh, at the White Lot, at the West, uh, West, uh, Gate number five. The ticket cashing will be from 10:30 to 4 p.m. Um, 10:30 a.m. to 4 p.m. 4 p.m. Uh, gates will uh, open access from parking lot uh, by 9:30. Um, after Sunday, the next opportunity to cash your check or your tickets will be Thursday, starting at 1 p.m. in the uh, Aristides Lounge, second floor. And there's no fee for admission or, um, on Thursday for ticket cashing. And so, you know, you, once you get your tickets, um, you know, you just take them with you and then you come back the next week if possible. Um, you can also mail them in. Uh, you can also hang around and get them cash. You can do that. It says, please make a copy of your ticket um, for your records. Mail the original along with your name. Address, city, state, zip code, and phone number uh, to Churchill Downs Incorporated, Attention Treasure, 700 Central Avenue, Louisville, Kentucky, 40208. 
1212. And then that way you can get your money back, uh, you know, from there. And then you got to remember that the Internal Revenue Service uh, requires reporting the payout um, on wagers that exceed odds of more than 300 to 1 and pay in excess of $600. And the IRS also require uh, automatic withholding on IRS payouts that exceed $5,000. So, um, you know, they're right there on you, and they got all that information. You know, you hit a big you know, $5,000 ticket, and the people at the windows, the tote people, will be able to help you. Which um, you do that. So that'll be there. You got to have a, a proof of current address, social security number. Uh, you got to have uh, purchases signature attesting to the ownership of the ticket. So, you know, it's you win and you're all excited. Probably have a few. Um, uh, you know, drinks and you, uh, mint juleps, and, and you got a lot to do, you know, it's technical before you can get that big cash of money, you know, uh, out to you. Uh, just, you got to make the most of the trip. You know, it's a great place to go to. Uh, it's something, you know, that you can really enjoy. Um, if you need to contact um, Churchill at Kentucky Derby, 700 Central Avenue, Louisville, Kentucky, 40208. And your phone number is 502-636-4400. And that'll get you in and that'll tell you all about the derby. Uh, you know, and, and that's, that's what I, I like. I like to do my homework before I go somewhere. And, and what's neat about it is, is when you do your homework and you get online, especially when you get online, you get out there and you take a look and it becomes reality. And it feels like that you've been there before. Because, uh, you know, you're doing what you have to do, you know, to get there. And, and also, uh, you know, there's just a lot of things to think about when you get in, going to the Derby and, and uh, all the other things and get, get caught up in the hoopla and, and, you know, have fun and go to the balloon races and the boat races and, you know, that type of thing. And, and also, uh, now we're going to talk a little bit about the horses that will be in the Derby this year. Uh, I tell you, it's been a, it's been a tough year uh, for the for the horsemen. Uh, a lot of things have happened, um, you know, over the year. Uh, I tell you, I, I just I, I've never seen such a diverse field in, in horses that are trying to get to the winter circle on the first Saturday in May. And the reason I say that is is because, like we've talked about all year long, weather played a big big uh, a factor in these horses getting to Churchill on Saturday, a week from Saturday. Um, in the South, we had a lot of uh, rain, cold weather. Uh, in Arkansas, we had a lot of rain and cold weather. Uh, out West, we had a lot of wind and hot weather. And it literally got to the point where they had to close, close down, uh, you know, the training for a few days. Now, with the thoroughbred, uh, if you don't train him every day and have to miss a few days here and there, that, that can be, you know, that can be tolerated. Um, but if it happens too much and too often, you know, you got to worry about it. For example, if you're in New Orleans or Hot Springs, uh, you know, or California, they get a lot of rain this time of year. And so you got to figure out how many days your horse trained on a wet, sloppy track 
uh, a fast track, um, you know, uh, saying how were you able to get on the grass or, you know, there's just a lot of things there that you got to worry about, you know, and, and I'm telling you, it, it was wicked. It was wicked this year. You know, they had to close the tracks down in California because of wind. Uh, had to do them because of uh, rain. Uh, same thing in, in Hot Springs, you know, rain. And, and same thing, you know, in New York and, and Kentucky. And Florida, it was pretty good. We didn't have too many, you know, rain days. But their tracks, you know, can handle the water here in Miami. You know, so those, those are things that we're worried about now. And we're going to find out down the road who that really bothers. Uh, we're going to find out who that really bothered. Uh, now, the, the uh, final standings uh, for the Derby this year, very impressive. Very impressive. Uh, I, I was amazed uh, to see the money that was earned uh, by these horses. Uh, we'll start at the top of the list. It was uh, Forte. Uh, he ended up with 190 points uh, out of the Todd Fletcher barn. And he had earnings of $2.359 million. A lot of money. A lot of money. And he got it because he was raced fairly lightning and he had a plan. Um, our second uh, um, entry is Practical Move. Uh, had 160 points. And he made uh, an earning uh, right at $822,000. And he's trained by Tim Yak from out west. So you, you, now you're seeing the point that we're getting at here and, and kind of going down through. Normally, the horses that are in the number two spot uh, with 180, 180 or 60 points, sorry about that, um, you know, you're sitting there thinking, well, you know, that's pretty good, uh, you know, 822000 But you got Angel of Empire, Empire that's sitting in the second spot they have got 154 points and a total uh, earnings of a million two hundred and twenty-six thousand three hundred seventy-five dollars. And, and he's second in, in the Derby polling because um, uh, Practical Move uh, ran the right races and got up there in nickel and diamond and ended up being second, which I, I think that was really uh, a great win, uh, you know, move by Tim Yak. Uh, Angel of Empire, oh man, he ran the races. Uh, he had a, a derby uh, a rating of points of 150, and um, he made uh, uh, $783,000 in uh, in money. And I'm telling you, it's something out. Uh, last week I was sitting uh, outside the plane, and, and I said, man. Drive on again, flying again with these horses. I said, oh my goodness. I said, are you looking here? And then, uh, you know, we started thinking, like, hey, flying, driving, riding, whatever you got to do, you got to get up and get those points. And even though uh, Practical Move has more points than Angel of Empire, he made a, a piece of move made 800, or let's see here, $822,000. It was the hard way. He had to really chase that money. He had to chase it. It wasn't like he was a forte and go out and win the Breeders' Cup and the and the um, 
you know, the Florida Derby. Uh, you know, he, he was down from the south and got us the hard way. I think it made him a better uh, uh, horse. Then we have uh, stable mate uh, uh, Todd. Uh, he he made a hundred. Yeah, let's see here. Um, where's he? Uh, he made uh, money. Uh, six hundred uh, six hundred forty two thousand dollars. A lot of money. You know, we got uh. Dreams Solgate made a million one hundred twelve thousand. That's a, uh, a horse from Asia. Uh, Kings Barn made uh, six hundred thousand. It's just amazing. You know, I'm sitting here looking at all this money. Now looking back over the races, saying, "Oh, gee whiz! If if he could have just got through that uh, hole on the rail, he's ready to go." You know. But, but like I said, this money is just is phenomenal. It's being uh, you know paid here, and and it's starting to come out. And like I said, you don't have to you don't have to uh, you know win the big races to get to the top. It really helps. But a lot of these horses made close to you know a million two or a million three that um, that, that they can uh, go to the Derby with. But it sure did take a lot of races to get them there. I like the Pletcher and. And some of the other horses that are there, um, it's kind of interesting to see uh, how they came, how they got there. And some of them stayed up north and, and went to all the big trains. And hold on one second here. We just found out that, uh, okay, we're going to have another horse scratch today. And I, I don't know... Uh, it's going to be. It should be coming up here in just a few minutes. But um, you know, you just don't know how they're going to earn this money. Uh, you know, it, it's all it's all tough. It's all tough to do. Uh, we're down right now to um, a horse named Skinner got in. Um, he had forty five points, and um, he had one hundred seventy five thousand. And that's um, probably that is the lowest uh, money earner that got in the Derby. He's got $174,500 in 45 points. Uh, he's trained by John Sharif, and he's coming from out to, out west. And, you know, I, I tell you, it's that point system. You can have a lot of money, but not enough points. And, you know, you've you got to just kind of play along with it and see what you can do from a trainer's standpoint. And like we said, it's about preparing your horses for, uh, um, you know, for this thing. Um, it's going to be tough, you know, to get these guys through here. And so I got to thinking yesterday uh, about uh, the, one of the horses that had uh, had dropped out of the um, out of the races. Uh, unfortunately, uh, he fractured a leg, a hind leg. Uh, it was wild on ice. That was the name of the horse. Uh, he was uh, trained by John Marr. And uh, he, he's a good trainer and a good horseman. But, uh, you know, he fractured it in, uh, in training at Churchill on uh, yesterday morning. You know, so, and so, and that opened up the spot for Skinner to get in. And that's how that happened. So it's going to be interesting to see now who this other horse is going to scratch, uh, who it's going to be. You know, 
But like I was talking about, you know, the money here. The money here is, is very important, uh, especially for breeding when you go to breeding, right? Uh, you know, did the horse do good at seven furlongs to a mile and a quarter or to a mile and a half like the Belmont? Now, you got to think about that. And the money, of course, owners are always thinking about the money. You know, and are you going to run the, the big races? And that, that helps you get in there. But uh, unfortunately, it's not money that gets you in, it's points. So you got to go for the points. And, and that's the thing that people really don't uh, um, think about. Uh, you know, like in Maiden, uh, is a grade two. They have a um, $100 uh, dollars race over there, uh, and it's it's good. It's good for them, for the trainers. So there but very few of these horses ever come out of Japan and come to the racetrack. And when you do see one, uh, they really look good, like, um, uh, you know, they're going to be something, but it's the American style of racing. Um Japanese horses tend to run with a very flat back, and they're not really getting into it. And so we had a couple that worked uh, today at Churchill, and they look good, but they just, you know, there just wasn't that, you know, real um, pop to them, you know. And so you got to look at that. Um, the Louisiana Derby, Derby mile and three sixteenths uh, at the fairgrounds, um, it, it was won by Kings Barnes. Which is a Todd Pletcher horse, and you know he's going to he's going to be right there. Uh, Todd's got him on, on a good schedule of training, and so that that's really good, you know, to see uh, that horse come out like he did. And, and Todd's going to have three in there this year, and they all come along pretty much. The the only common thread that they had was that they were at Palm Beach Town. They all went off in different directions, different races. And that's kind of nice when you've got a track uh, like Palm Beach Downs where you can train these horses, um, you know, on an equal uh, and level basis. You know, so, you know, we, we're sitting here and we're looking at the race here in Kings Barn, Todd uh, Pletcher Horse in Louisiana. It's a million-dollar race. You know, we got Forte. He wins a million-dollar race here in Florida, and the Florida Derby. And, and so now you're saying, oh, gee whiz. Uh, where do you go from here? Then we had at Kingland, uh, we had uh, Tappet Trice uh, setting up there, and, and he wins, he wins, you know, and, and you're looking at a, a million-dollar purse. You know, it's the bluegrass stakes. So now Todd's got three horses from three different uh, uh, locations in the United States. You've got one in Florida, um, got one in um, Kentucky, we got one, um, you know, uh, again, that came up and, and won the Breeders' Cup last year and really kind of pulled him up. And so now it's, wow, man, look, look at these horses go, you know, here. But that, that was uh, the Bluegrass States, the Santa Anita Derby. Um, practical move. Nice horse. Nice horse. Uh, is he going to adjust to racing and training out east? That, that remains to be seen. Um, you know, that, that's... I'm telling you, it's kind of scary when you start looking at, you know, these last few races because you really can't do nothing much with them more than get them to, you know, by by working them and all. So 
you know, most of the works are really important, and that's why you should join us in the morning at 7 o'clock and watch uh, the morning works and get all that inside information and talk about horses that had ran their last race. And, and you know, pretty much the top seven race horses have run in big races like uh, the Arkansas Derby and the Florida Derby and, you know, that type of thing. And they're really just trying to polish them off. And now uh, there's nothing you can do now. Uh, with the horses, the 20 that will be entering the field, and you'll be able to watch the post position for the Oaks and the Derby Pool Monday on IENTV.org at um, uh, at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, you see all that live, and you'll get all the inside information from the trainers and the owners and the, and the equine experts that are going to say, hey, I think you got a bad pool. I, I think you got a, a good shot. I think you got this. I think you got that. And go from there uh, and see what happens. Um, we have a horse named Blazing Sevens. Um, he's out of the Derby. Uh, they're gonna uh, they're passing the by uh, bypassing the May Six Derby um, at Churchill. Instead, they're going to point him towards the May Twentieth Proof Stakes uh, at Pimlico Race Course. Uh, Blazing Sevens was seventeenth on the road to uh, and the road to the Kentucky Derby on the leaderboard with 46 points. Of the top uh, 23-year-olds uh, qualified for the race with the defection of J- Jason's road, and he moves into the top 20. So now you've got two horses that are really lightly, uh, don't have that big experience like uh, you know, some of the others have in it. And they're starting to look, at this time of year, and this is the week, actually, that you really have to think about what you're doing with your horse. Um, you're sitting here, and you're, you're on, if you're in the top tw- in the 20 horses that are going to run, you got to say, what what do I have? Do I have a legitimate shot in making the Kentucky Derby this year for 2023? And, and, it, and it's hard to come with the uh, the reality of, you know, maybe I don't have the best horse. You know, maybe I don't have a horse that can win it. You know, do I want to spend a lot of money uh, being in in the race? Uh, for the hoopla and the, and the notoriety and, and the pictures and everything, and run, you know, run 18th or 19th. Uh, you know, uh, there's a possibility there's, there could be 19 horses ahead of you at the wire. You know, or you could finish first, second, third, fourth. You know, it, it's just a hard road to go. So I really respect these trainers and owners that are um, uh, doing, you know, getting them out of there. And saying maybe I need a little more time. Um, Skinner uh, is a horse that he's continuing his uh, training uh, in a Kentucky Derby. Uh, He worked uh, at Santa Anita Park, Uh, you know, so he's still there, and they're going to throw him into the into the mix of things. So, you know, I I just hope that um, you know they do that. And, and what's interesting is when you go down and you start looking at the derby, and, and like all this week, educate yourself. Get all the things that you can uh, get on the horse in the derby that you like, you know, our horses. Now sit down, you got a whole week. You can come to IENTV.org, and you'll be able to see the, the post-position pull. You can print it off, and then you'll have it there, and you'll see, you know, what they think and what the experts think. And, and let me tell you something. I've been in this business a long time, and I'm telling you, when you take that horse over to that paddock, 
and it gets them all wound up. They hear the 150,000 people. They see the crowd. They see everything that's going on. That gets that adrenaline pumping them. That gets it pumping them. And it gets it pumping them in the grooms and, and everybody, too, you know, and owners and everybody. And so once they get that going and the horse is really getting crazy, what I, you can do is take that uh, sheet out uh, and post positions on Monday and take them out and look at them and make a few notes on them. Uh, why you like that horse? Uh, you know, what do you think he's going to do? Where's he going to run at? You know, is he going to be first or last? You know, how's that going to be? So, you know, that's always fun to do with them. And, but let me tell you, when it comes down to it, this stage and time um, uh, of the business, um, there's nothing that trainers can do that's going to make that horse uh, get a jump ahead of you, um, you know, on next Saturday, a week from tomorrow. That horse is as fit as he's going to get. He's mentally as, you know, uh, as solid as he's going to get. Uh, you know, it's just a matter of him going back and forth in the track in the morning for light training. And then, you know, come over on Saturday and hear the 150,000 people go and see what happens. You know, that's, that's the thing that you got to look at. And also, uh, you know, I, I, I'm the last thing you know, but I'm going to name a horse, you know. Uh, the show you how the the Derby, everybody points to the Derby. 51 more. saw a sign last year. 51 more weeks till the Derby, right after the Derby. You know, so you, you can tell that that's a horseman and they really like, you know, going to the Derby and being a part of it. And so it's true. Then you start again and literally... Uh, you know, here just in, in uh, um, another 30 days uh, with the Jockey Club at Churchill, that's going to pretty much set the precedent for, um, you know, how the horses are going to be because they're going to have a bunch of two-year-olds that jump on that derby trail within a month uh, after the derby, you know. And so it all starts over again, you know, and, and that's what I like about it. But, um, uh to show you how people are thinking ahead of, you know, the next race and down the road where they can go. Um, today we got a release from uh, the Blood Horse magazine. Forte is the favorite in the inaugural Preakness Future Wagering book. Now, can you imagine that? They've already started betting on, you know, the Preakness. They've already started that. And they, they've already come in and, and they haven't even run the Derby yet. Uh, Forte was opened up at the four to one favorite uh, in it for uh, Christmas in 2023. Oh my goodness! You know, I'm sitting here thinking, like, holy cow! You know, um, there's a two dollar minimum uh, in the Christmas future wager with an 18 percent takeout. And so, you know, that's not too bad, but you know, to be taking you know those kind of bets now is kind of crazy. Uh, you know, that we're sitting here. Uh, you know, I, I, said, I said to my friend this morning, I told him, I said, look, I said, I don't gamble. You know, but I, I, I like to bet on. I said, I don't gamble. And I said, I said, I like to eat so much and I like to do things. But, you know, a lot of people do like to gamble. And I, I suppose a $2 bet here and there is okay. You know, just as long as it doesn't get you crazy, you know, and bet and everything. Um, Forte was the juvenile champion of 2022 that has won six of seven career starts. 
four of them were grade one safe races. The Hopeful, the Breeders' Cup, uh, Breeders' Futurity at Kingdom, the Breeders' Cup Juvenile, and the Florida Derby uh, at Gulfstream Park. So, you know, he, he really has a resume there that's second to none. And it was a long layoff between, um, between the uh, Breeders' Cup, you know, uh, races and then back getting back on track this year for it. Uh, you know, but Todd knows how to get him right for it. Uh, he ended up with 190 points, and, and unbelievable what this horse can do. Uh, March 4th, uh, his three-year-old debut uh, he, in the Fountain of Youth, he won that. So, you know, he comes back off of a big layoff, caught a nice field there at the Fountain of Youth, and he wins. Then he comes back, you know, and, and he wins the Florida Derby. Uh, you know, uh, a month later. So now you wow, now you know how you got there. Um, you know, the, the plan that you put out for your horse, you hope it goes like it has, like Tom Pletcher has. But it's consistent. Uh, you know, he's going to have horses that work tomorrow for the Derby, and a lot of horses will be working. Tune in and watch it on INTV.org. And you, and you can hear all the interviews that they have with uh, with the trainers and the owners. But, you know, so he's on a consistent pattern. And, again, it goes back to like we were talking about uh, earlier in the year. It's about weather conditioning. You know, uh, if you look at um, some of the horses that are at the top level, they're consistently working. Like, you know, Todd works his horses once a week, usually the same day, same pattern, same everything, you know, all throughout the horse's career. You know, we try to do that unless there's a setback somewhere along the line. Hopefully they're in. But, you know, like we were saying, the weather down south you get gets you off that. And being off three or four days is not going to, um, you know, hurt your horse. He's not going to get out of shape. He's going to stay relatively in good shape. But the thing that people don't realize is, oh, well, he only missed three days. Well, yeah, he missed three days. But when he came back, what was track conditions like? Was he training on muddy, you know, services? Um, was he training on dried-out services? You know, that type of thing. And, and so, you know, weather plays a big, uh, real big point in, in what we're doing here. Uh, so that, that's going to be interesting to see um, how they come in. Um, you know, Pletcher, he loaded for bear now. You know, as they say, he's coming in ready to win some races. Then Brad Cox is uh, the most representative. He's got six horses uh, that will be going. Uh, Arkansas Derby winner, uh, Angel of Empire, Empire, uh, Champagne uh, Stakes, and Bluegrass runner-up, uh, Verifying, Lexington uh, winner, first, uh, Madison, our first mission, uh, one of Withers, Hit Show, uh, he came up second in the Wood Memorial, uh, the Jockey Club, and um, you know, which this this horse is nowhere to be found now. Is um, uh, instant coffee uh, is one heck of a run. He's really good. You know, I, I said, man, I said, where did he come from? And everything. And I tell you what, it's not because they spent a lot of money on him. It's because he's a horse that has a hard time um, staying consistent. Uh, instant coffee, just, he's not consistent. And I have a hard time dealing with that. Uh, and so I, I just throw him out completely. He's got a good resume. 
got a good resume, but you know, you don't know when he's going to show up or how he's going to be. Um, there's a lot of individual horses that uh, that earned an automatic berth through the Preakness uh, through the victories in qualifying races. Uh, Red Route won, uh, took you one to winner in April, uh, April 22nd. Uh, Bathhouse, uh, Bathhouse Road in Oakland. So there's a lot of new ones that are be coming up up here. You know, let's see what they do. Uh, I tell you, I'm not a bad man, but I think it's going to be hard to beat uh, uh, Todd Fletcher. Because um, here, uh, Forte has uh, got for the Preakness is four to one. Tavon Trice is six to one. And then you got a whole slew of others. Kings Martin, which is a clutch of horse, fifteen to one. Uh, you know, you just start going down through here, looking, seeing who's there. He said, "My God, you know, why, why are they like that?" Well, you know, people do something they're that good. I think they're all good, and I think any course could have a day like he did last year, but this year, I think it's going to be all Todd Fletcher because I, I, I've seen those horses work and see them go. You know, and it's awful, awful tough, you know, to beat that kind of horse. And they're consistent. All their works have been consistent uh, with Todd's horse. Um, and again, like I said, Brad Cox, great trainer. Brad Cox is a great trainer. But he was down in New Orleans, and there was a lot of weather down there this year. And now in those days of weather and missing the track uh, can be haunting um, him. And, you know, he said, oh, well, you know, we only miss the track X number of days you know, because of the weather. But I said, yeah, but it's the track that you trained on after the weather had gone through. What was it like, you know, and how was it, you know, how did that go? You know, so, uh, I, I was excited to see this week going on. It's been a real tough long week for us here. And we're going at it. And then uh, one of the things that, that I like to do is, is like, nicknames a horse. Uh, Nicknames and quotes of some of the horses from the Derby this year. Uh, you know, you get a reputation once you start getting good. Uh, you know what you're doing there with them. <laughs> so I started looking and I said, "My gosh, look at this here!" Um, in months and weeks, you know, to come up that are going to be coming out. There's these horses running. They're all going to get a nickname somewhere along the line. Uh, take for example, Angel of Empire. Uh, Angel of Empire is nicknamed as Angel. Um, you know, so, uh, you know, he kind of, you know, you know, that's what it is, you know. He, he was named, uh, his nickname was uh, Angel when he got it, you know. So some of them have to earn him. He didn't. He just got here. Um, he, he, uh, he, he's tough for us. Um, then we come down here to, let's see, Forte. Now, Forte, uh, no nickname yet. Uh, his quirks are, uh, fun fact, he was born with a floppy ears, and his favorite treat uh, is grass. Uh, he, cartoon character is Superman. And so, uh, you know, he, they started comparing a lot of things. Favorite grass, favorite treat is grass. You know, most of them say mints or what, you know, what have you over there. Uh, hit show, uh, his nickname is Feisty Man. Um, Quirk for fun, in fact, is quite spunky. His favorite treat are mints. His favorite cartoon character, the Little Mermaid. I don't know if I'd like that. 
you know, being a big old cult, we call the little mermaid. Come on, guys, get with uh, Jace's road nickname is Jace. Uh, he spends all day laying down and sleeping in his stall. I guess that that could be good. His favorite tree are mints, and his cartoon character is sleeping from the seven dwarfs in there. And then uh, we're going to do a tap it twice uh, here real quick. Uh, his name's TT. Um, he does not like standing out on the track and watching other horses train. He loves to train, and he just wants to get it going. Uh, he'll gallop the whole way uh, with his ears pricked and relax. Favorite treat? He's not a treat guy. He turns his nose up at nuts, but when it comes to his feed, he pins his ears back and he don't go near him when he's eating. Um, his character, uh, actor George Clooney, uh, he, because he's handsome and he knows it. He also happens to be, uh, have gray hair. So, you know, those are the kind of uh, things that we look like here, you know, with the horses and and they come along and they get their, their nicknames. And, you know, it's fun to know these kind of facts when you go to the track, you know, and you go see them out on the track and you can call them by their nickname and, and all like that. So basically, you know, what we were saying today is just try to find out as much as you can about the Derby this week. Uh, get on the Internet, go to, uh, uh, to KentuckyDerby.com, see what all they got, and, you know, just kind of go from there. And, see, and join us on INTV.org tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Uh, for Morning Works uh, live from Churchill Down. And you can see all the horses that we just talked about and, and go from there. We've got live racing from Kingland today. We've got live racing from all over the country today uh, on America's Best Racing. And uh, just join us on INTV.org. And so hopefully um, we'll see you next week or hear from you next week. And we've got a big surprise to them next Friday. Nobody knows it. Not even I know it. So thanks for tuning in and talk with you next week.